0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Sherman and Dingle in the morning.
1: Fragile. I never got a chance to see it in the movie theater.
2: I got a leg in my house.
1: Oh. (sighs) Yeah, Christmas. It's my favorite
2: decoration in the house because it just reminds me of the movie.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it's cool that it's back in movie theaters. It, it came back in movie movie theaters today, and there's a few other showings too. But I, I know that he and he being Peter Billingsley, who we have on the line right now. Matter of fact, him and the cast of A Christmas Story they're going to be in Hammond not this weekend, but next weekend. And uh, what what a what a pleasure to be able to talk to Ralphie himself. It's crazy that this is the 40th anniversary of A Christmas Story.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, when you say it out loud, 40 years, it's hard to
1: believe
0: when you think back. because It was a small movie that nobody really wanted to make. It took the filmmakers so long to get it off the ground and didn't even do that well when it first came out in theaters. It was off the radar of the studio. There was really no hype. Um, and we liked the movie when it came out. We thought it was good. It just didn't do very well. And back then, it was really before cable and the hype of DVD and video. So it just kind of drifted away. But then I guess people were sharing VHS tapes, and then it got cult classic. And then when the marathon started, it kind of exploded. So I think in a way, at least my relationship with the movie really grew over time, so it was kind of cool because it wasn't really an overnight success. But to see the following that it's built and the life that it's gotten, here we are talking about it on the radio (laughs) 40 years later.
2: No, it's because it's so great. And Peter, you've done so much great things that I'm a, a huge fan of. I love the work that you've done with the comedies, as far as couples retreat for Christmases that break up. How did it's, it's weird when I look at movies, I see there are cliques of actors and, and producers that roll together. And I see that with you and Vince Vaughn. How did that happen? Well, we just became really
0: good friends. Where did you guys um, meet? He, we met in LA. It's funny. Cause I was sort of ending my acting career. He was starting his, we were both about 18 and we met on an after-school special. <laughs> uh, he had just moved out from Chicago Got this part. It was one of the last things I did acting wise when I was sort of still pursuing it full time. The subject we were tackling was steroids. I was a kid on steroids. <laughs> he played my best friend. Uh, Lyle Ozado was in it. It was, you know, one of those great kind of CBS school break specials that tackle the hard issues. Uh, and we just became good friends. And I thought he was just a really funny, cool guy and obviously talented. And, you know, with someone like him, it was, not a question of if he was going to make it, but more when. We continue to do lots of stuff together. In fact, the sequel to Christmas Story, Vince produced with me, uh, which came out last year. Yeah, yeah that
1: was great. Yeah, yeah. I- I'm sure your kids. You have three younger kids, right, Peter? Two. Two. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sure they love seeing you as a boy in the movie A Christmas Story as Ralphie during the marathon, the 24 hour marathon every year.
0: It's pretty cool. Yeah, like I think my daughter when she was like two, we were in the store, and she pointed to something and she said, Daddy, and I looked and it was a DVD of me with my smiling face at 12 years old. So she recognized me as that, like when she was two, which is sort of crazy, but they like it. They definitely like the movie. They think it's cool. Look, it winds up on in our house. I mean, not because I love watching myself, but it just doesn't feel like Christmas at this point
2: unless (laughs) it's on a little bit.
0: So we wind up tuning it on. I like to hear the voiceover and kind of think back to the great times that we had.
2: Hey, man, I got the leg lamp at my house, and it goes up every damn year because of that movie. Absolutely. We had a great one. And even the box says fragile. It's like it's a whole deal. We bought this whole package. It's awesome.
0: It's so crazy. I know I drive by sometimes, and I see houses decorated, and then I see a little glow in a window, and I look closer, and it's a leg lamp sitting in the front window.
1: Speaking of props, I love that you still have the original BB gun from the movie, The, the one that was from the movie along with the bunny suit. Yeah. I'm sure that is worth a fortune. I'm, some, I'm sure somebody would throw you major cash for that stuff.
0: And probably it's kept in a, hum, a humidity-controlled vault uh, for that reason. You know, my mom was great about it. It was gathering little props and stuff from the movies and um, just a little keepsake to have. Maybe down the road nobody imagined, obviously, that this movie would become that. It's cool. I I looked at it recently. i was surprised how small it is.
1: <laughs> I, well, that was very smart on on her part to keep that. Are you going to just pass it down to uh, to the kids? Is that the the next place that it's going to go? I,
0: that's sort of the that's sort of the plan right now for sure. I mean, it's a nice thing to have. I also have the cowboy costume, so maybe I'll donate that to a um, museum or something.
2: Hey Peter, is there if there you know how like um in movies they have the blooper reels that are out on YouTube everywhere. If there was a blooper reel made of Christmas Story, can you recall any scene that you did that would have uh, been a highlight in a blooper reel?
0: Two for sure. I mean, going down going down the sled and uh, Kigbees, we were just we were kids, and so you put a big slide like that up in front of us. We were just going bonkers. Just and going nuts, huh? having a blast. Absolutely. That very first take, by the way. When when Ian, when little Randy goes down and has a tear, that was genuine.
1: Yeah, really?
0: Um, because he didn't he didn't want to go down. Uh, no then kidding. right after that, he got his courage and his confidence, and then we couldn't keep him off the thing. Yeah. But after that, they were like, hey, do you want another take? And Bob's like, nope, we got it. That's
1: <laughs> awesome. No, we scared the hell out of him. We got her. What was the other one? Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, this is easy.
2: So then he kept going. That's awesome. Good for him. Was there another one? You said there's another one? Probably the flagpole.
0: I mean, we all had to try it because it was so cool. They had put the like a little hole in a flagpole, and it was it was a fake pole over it. They put a hole in it. and They were sucking air in, so it it kind of worked, and it looked really cool. So we were definitely, I think, breaking a few takes and trying that for sure.
2: Peter, I got a kind of a random question for you as a uh, you know producer that you are. What is the job title and explain how this works for me. The person who picks the soundtrack and the songs in movies, what is that title and how do you get that job?
0: Well, the director generally makes the final decision on that in collaboration with the studio. Cause so much of it is based on price. Okay. But a music supervisor is someone that you'll work with. So a music supervisor is somebody who comes onto the movie. Some, studios have people in house others are freelance and they're great because they can kind of give you samples of music and it's it's a fun process because you just kind of go through different songs and put it up against the scene in the movie that you're looking for here's often what happens you land at something great you think it's phenomenal the music's killer then you go you get the prices and you're like well we can't really afford that. oh what so a then killer. you work to say okay well this is an awesome vibe Well, yeah, it's a great vibe. It's like the Rolling Stones you put in there, so you can't afford that. So what's something that has a great vibe or feeling like this that uh, doesn't cost what one of those huge bands would cost? And that's a lot of time what the great work is. And the really good ones do a really, really great job.
2: My God, there's so many songs and, and so many movies that we've all seen where you hear that song and you think of that. It's almost like the artist should be paying you.
0: Well, it's true, but you know, it's like, I think with passive record sales and everything having somewhat dwindled, it's really where a lot of the bands and artists and writers make their money. I get it. So like Christmas songs in particular, like you can re-record them, but you're going to pay the publishing, you're going to pay the songwriter, and those prices are fixed and they're not giving a deal to anybody because they know the value. Yeah. They and know it's it. true. Like you hear that, you start tapping your toe in the theater, start bobbing on your couch, it makes you feel good. You know, music is such a powerful thing in movies.
2: Give me an example. Give me like, a, is there, is there uh, an average price range for a song? Uh,
0: no, but, <laughs> you know, you can hear of bigger movies, soundtracks being well over a million dollars that they've spent just on the movie. No kidding,
2: a million dollars. Wow.
0: wow. Yep, on the bigger movies when you have really big, cool songs.
1: Well, it's so cool that your movie, A Christmas Story, the one that you play Ralphie in, is back in movie theaters today, along with this upcoming Sunday and Wednesday. We have passes for you to see it all in the Chicagoland area right now with something called Match One.
2: All right, Peter. So it's a game. I got five completely random questions here. We're going to ask you these five questions. We're going to ask a listener the exact same five questions. If they can match one answer with you, they win. Are you up for the challenge? Sure. It's an easy game to play we got five random questions here we're going to ask you and our celebrity, Ralphie, from A Christmas Story. Peter Billingsley. if you can match one answer with Peter,
1: you win. All right. Let's see how well you do. Peter, he is on the line right now. He cannot hear any of your answers. Chris, you're going to get a chance at this here today to hopefully match one. Are you ready? I am ready.
2: All right, Chris. Number one. What star from an 80s TV show would you have liked to meet under a mistletoe?
0: Oh, you know, and this is my problem. My wife's really good with actors and actresses' names. Probably for me, it would be our, uh, our 16 Candles, uh, our lady main actress. I'm, you know, I'm pulling Ringwald. a blank on the name
2: right now. Molly yeah, Ringwald. Yeah, you got it. Molly okay. Ringwald, there you go. Okay. Number two, where's the best place on the body below the neck to get shot with a Red Rider BB gun?
0: Do uh, <laughs> you want the funniest or the, the, the least painful?
2: Whatever you think Peter's going to say. Um, uh, We'll take it in the gut. The gut. Okay. Number three, what classic rock ballad do Santa and Mrs. Claus listen to while taking a dry run at procreation? <laughs> um,
0: uh, Over the hills and far away.
2: I don't know. All right. <laughs> over the hills and far away. Number four, what position did Santa play on his high school football team? Uh, We'll go quarterback. QB? Okay. And number five, fill in the blank. Eggnog is so blank.
1: I like it. I'm going to go with delicious. 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 All right. Well... Let's see how well you do. Like, Like we said, Peter Billingsley, a.k.a. Ralphie from A Christmas Story, has been on hold. He did not hear any of your answers. Let's see if you can match one. Let's go back to Peter. All right, Peter, are you ready to match one? Yeah, ready.
2: Number one, what star from an 80s TV show would you have liked to have met under a mistletoe? Heather Locklear. Okay.
1: All right.
2: Number two, where is the best place on the body below the neck to get shot with a Red rider BB gun? The leg. Okay. Number three, what classic rock ballad do Santa and Mrs. Claus listen to while taking a dry run at procreation? Wow. <laughs> Slow ride. Slow ride. Wow. Okay. Very good. Number four, what position did Santa play on his high school football team?
1: Offensive line.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and number five, it's a fill-in-the-blank question. Eggnog is so blank.
1: Mm, delicious. Delicious. Ooh, delicious. I guess you're not like us Ralphie is an eggnogger you know, I'm, I'm glad that we had a chance to talk with you today Peter Billingsley, you're going to be back not this weekend, but next weekend in Hammond, Indiana at the Indiana Welcome Center it's uh, it's a meet and greet with the cast next weekend December 16th and 17th I have to ask though, Peter Billingsley do you see any extra money when they replay A Christmas Story for 24 hours on TNT?
0: Well, I you know when the contracts were done with Screen Actors Guild before cable, Um, just the value of that stuff kind of holds. That's why you hear sometimes the guys from the popular TV shows of the seventies and eighties never really made much on that. So we find the joy in it in other ways. And, you know, one of the ways is being able to come back to Hammond. That's Gene Shepherd country, obviously, who wrote all the source material books, had the great radio shows that were the foundation of a Christmas story. So it's, it's a very cool place to be able to come back to. And, you know, we've kept in touch over the years, the cast, but don't always get a chance to see each other or be in the same room at the same time. So to have an opportunity to be back with everyone in Indiana, where it really all started, uh, is just a very cool feeling and something that I'm really, really looking forward to.
1: Well, it really wouldn't be Christmas without your movie that you starred in now 40 years ago, A Christmas Story. I mean, every single year now, you you share Christmas with everybody around the world, and I'm sure that's going to play for years to come on whatever channel it will be for 24 hours. Peter Billingsley, thanks for coming on today, and thanks for playing Match One. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. And look at that, Chris. You matched one right on the very end. Congratulations. We'll set you up with a four-pack of Fandango Codes for the 40th anniversary release of A Christmas Story in theaters for a limited time.